Today on the Soda Pod, we are celebrating Canadian Thanksgiving. We celebrated with an unbelievable guest, which we will get into momentarily, and with a lot of whiskey here on the Hoppy Hour. Yeah, we touch on a little Vikings. We touch on a little Minnesota Wild as well. All on episode 213. Happy Thanksgiving on the Soda Pod. Let's go. Vancouver Island. Welcome to the Soda Pod. Isha Jerome here alongside the state of Hoppy. And thank you for joining us wherever and whenever you are listening on this Canadian Thanksgiving. Hoppy, how are you today? Fucking buzzing, man. It's uh it's a weird weekend. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah, it's it's been it's been a weird day. We've been crushing the content today. Hours upon hours of soda pod content. And when you know we crush content, we also crush alcohol, whether that's uh, beers, whether that's whiskeys. We started off the day um, with a guest, which I'll, I'll introduce momentarily here. And we got into the whiskey. We got in. I got into the rye and the bourbon. I know the boys here did the same. I uh, was filming some things for our YouTube channel, which is uh, about to pop and I had to do a couple uh, retakes, so I had to drink a couple, <laughs> a couple more beer than expected doing that. And then we jumped on with um, Alex Micheletti and spoke to Z to do some other uh, fun content, which you'll see on both the SodaPod feed and on our YouTube channel uh, very, very soon. And I mean, the beers were rolling through that as well. So at the time of this recording, I can uh, I can say in confidence that we are both buzzing. Just like that Schwazy song, buzzing. Buzzing is. Do you know? Not do you know Schwazy, By the way, inaccurate. Do I know Patrick Schwazy? No, not Patrick Schwazy, The band Schwazy. No, I don't know the band okay. Schwazy. I was curious. I know you're not a big music guy, but I just thought maybe. You I did. know Patrick. I don't know the no, band. No, no, everybody knows Patrick. Um, not Schwazy. There. Uh, do you know Young Blood? Young. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very much. Uh, arguably one of the best uh, hockey movies out there. Uh, it's up there it's not the best but it's not mystery alaska as hoppy would say but it's up there mystery it's alaska there. is incredible i know that's uh that's your favorite one what do you got on tap there i know we're kind of skipping right past here. the hoppy hour but oh it's so beautiful lupulin oh, if you missed a loop you... no you keep saying lupulin like rufalin it's loop yolin that's how it's pronounced loop yolin and it's cryptid and man for a black ipa with juniper it's pretty damn good like this is a not bad beer i'm never gonna like pick it out of the crowd but if someone handed it to me i'd be like yeah give me more <laughs> yeah give me more i'm i'm excited to uh to see what comes my way as uh as the boys there's also sent uh sent some beer all the way to british columbia so we'll do we'll, we'll perhaps do a live stream or an unboxing another of that. another unboxing another unboxing of that as well if you missed us on saturday um i did post it to the podcast feed so you can listen to it uh the video does exist on facebook and twitter as well uh like i said we're kind of just skipping right past the hoppy hour here because we talk a lot of whiskey 
in our in our interview this week with our friend Vince Wright. Uh, he has his own podcast. Hoppy, how about you introduce him a little bit more as you guys who you know first connected. I've seen his stuff on Twitter, and I've actually I've listened to an episode or two of his podcast. Uh, but but you connected you you first connected with him and brought him on the show, and it was an unbelievable interview. Yeah, Vince Wright, what an amazing human. He is an alum of the University of Minnesota. He has covered Vikings, Gopher football, whatever, for a long fucking time. And guess what? He crushes, he absolutely crushes the bourbon way beyond my years. I feel like a piece of shit when I'm on with him. Oh, you can see behind me here right now, right? Like, this is not my normal, I guess, growler scene amongst the breweries. And it's all for Vince Wright. This man knows how I live. He knows how to drink good whiskey, good bourbon. And that's all I fucking care about. He is the man. He knows the football scene here because guess what? Like, Isha... I love hockey way more than I love football. But in Minnesota, when you go Vikings, when you go go for football, there's nothing that people care more about than the football scene. I don't know what else to say. No, I mean, I think you you said it best there. I mean, it, it's a it's a reflection in the interview that like even though the Vikings won this weekend, Vikings fans still are hurting and can't be happy. So we'll get into all that on the other side. Just a quick reminder to check out Judd's Buds every Tuesday, hosted by Spoked Z here on the Soda Pod feed. If you haven't already, check out uh, the latest installment of MNCAA dropping every Friday, covering college hockey and. Last but not least, the Brewery Travels podcast every Thursday. That has its own feed, so subscribe to Joel's feed there. Unbelievable stuff. Pulls back the curtain on all the best breweries around the United States. And if you know Joel um, on Twitter, if you know him from his time on the Soda Pod, you'll know that you know he only stays in a spot three months because of uh, him being married to a traveling nurse. So for Woo! him, it just goes, it just, what a life for him as he's devoted, uh, you know, he's devoted his life to two things, being a, being a stay at home dad. And also in his spare time, hitting up every brewery and every new city he goes to. And again, the podcast is a reflection of that. So go check that out. You can hit us up on Twitter and Facebook at the soda pod, and you can leave a text or voicemail 612-324-1684. Before we flip the page here, the hockey podcast network and the soda pod are proudly powered by DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Use promo code TPPN. If you're a new user or a regular user for weekly deals, and I'm talking unbelievable weekly deals, even if you use daily fantasy, I know Minnesota, no sports betting yet. Fuck you. Hopefully it comes soon. My sentiments are the same in, in reflection for British Columbia. Okay. On the other side, we teased it. The man, the myth, the legend Vince Wright here on episode 213 of the soda pod. Today we are drinking, well, 
we're, we're skipping right past the beer and going right to whiskey because what the fuck was that game that we just watched, gentlemen? <laughs> Holy shit. Um, hey, please to be joined here, folks. I think you all know who he is. Vince Wright. Vince, how are we doing today, man? Uh, doing good, fellas. What's up? Not too much. Just enjoying. Vikings, Vikings making my life difficult is what's up. Yes, make, making our lives difficult, but still enjoying the weekend nonetheless. I mean, a win's a win in however way they come out of it, I guess. <laughs> right, right. We'll get into all that and more. But again, thanks, Vince, for joining us here. We appreciate it, sir. Hey, thank you for having me on, man. Honored to be here. And uh, yeah, let's do this. Lots to talk about. Lots to talk about. But first, we got to lead in with the fact that like we've interacted and been in touch on Twitter for a while, but it took both of us getting in deep with Maddie and the beautiful people over at seventh half pizza to be like, all right, we, we need to cross collaborate here. We got to go on each other's shows. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, first off best frozen pizza out there and people think I'm, I'm bullshitting and all, oh, you know, Hey, they're just a new sponsor to the show. People try this pizza I mean, you know, we've all tried the rest. We tried the Heggies. We tried, you know, all this other stuff. And not to disparage, but I'm telling you something. And my wife actually said it, I, and I totally agreed with her. The sauce on this pizza is really good, and I appreciate <laughs> as the wife does big chunks of meat, right? So, um, you know, what's what you can't go wrong with 7th Avenue, and uh, Matt and the crew over there is doing a great job. So just happy to be on board and – uh, part of the family, so to speak. Hey, man, we got to jump on the rocket ship before it's gone, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so let, let's kick off here before we get into why we're drinking all of this. <laughs> let, let's make the rounds here on what everyone's drinking right now, Vince. Why uh, don't you lead off? All right. So got my little half ice, half Ooh. bourbon glass here. That's what I was talking about before we jumped on, Isha. Vince, oh, really? Vince, literally, <laughs> when you were grabbing <laughs> that glass, Hoppy and I were talking about how useless whiskey rocks are, and then Hoppy brought up that glass. That's amazing. Yeah, so um, wife came home from the liquor store, got this for me. Um, as you see, it ices half the glass. You just poured the bourbon or whatever the whiskey in. Uh, after a while, the ice melts and, you know, it'll start, you know, floating around and stuff. But it stays pretty frozen like that for a pretty long time. So with that being said, bourbon number one today, gentlemen, the smoke wagon right out of Vegas. If you are ever out west in Vegas or have an opportunity to get any of the smoke wagon products, people do it. You got to. Very, very good bourbon. Um, as you can see here, this is the small batch. Phenomenal. Very smooth. Love this stuff. It, very hard to find, unfortunately, you know, kind of like Blanton's and the rest of the stuff around here. But this one, and then probably later in the conversation, going to be jumping into Uncle Nearest. Um, like a, who doesn't like a smooth sipping Tennessee whiskey, right? So. Um, Uncle Nearest is definitely one of my favorites that way. Oh, baby. Here we go. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm one up in you here, Vince, because I'm taking my last sip here of my first one. All right. All right. And I actually redecorated entirely for you. This this doesn't happen very often. Isha can attest. Okay. It's always beer. But right now we've got the whiskey display. Here. Oh, beautiful. Um, that is, that's nice. That is nice. So led here with Elijah Craig. This is one that I think is just a vastly underrated whiskey. That's really, really affordable for people that like just come in and say, oh, bourbon's just so expensive. I can't get anything. 
30 mm-hmm. bucks for a good bottle of whiskey. That's not bad at all. Totally um, agree. Totally agree. So I don't know, Vince, if you can see what else is in the background there. What I, do you I, want me to I, get I into next? I was, I was, I was kind of leaning. You already kind of teased the Blantons. I was also considering the 107 for Weller. What, what do you ooh, want me to go into? Oh boy. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, let's, you got to do the 107, I guess, man. I mean, you know, let's do it up here today. Weller is when you can find it in the wild, the mm-hmm. greatest whiskey you will ever have for the price. Um, I think this probably is about 30 bucks for the bottle. And if you get mm-hmm. the uh, special reserve, which is actually more or less my go-to sitting in the background there, the green label, yep. those are like, I, f- I found them for 23 bucks. If you can find it again in the wild and not on the secondary market, which is a joke. Of course. Um, yeah. But yeah, Isha, the, the glass that Vince has there, like it's all about like the surface area coverage. Yeah. Like it, it just doesn't melt as fast because it's not completely submerged. Right. And cool. that I, that's just so funny that that's what we were talking about <laughs> before that, he even wow, joined that, us. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, we were going off about how like the whiskey rocks are super cool. You know, people are pompous with them and whatnot. Like they really don't do shit. Like within like five minutes, not even five, like three minutes. They're lukewarm anyways, they you know. I'd rather go you know, one or two ice cubes or or that route. Now you guys, I mean, you're the you're the whiskey and bourbon experts. I indulge, but like, uh, unlike how I know tuned in I am to like the craft beer world, like I, I'm very much and admittedly not like uh, a big big whiskey guy. It is my it is my like hard liquor drink of of choice. Like I'm I'm always sipping on whiskey when I'm camping or around a fire or when I'm I do a lot of outdoorsy things out here on the West Coast. So usually whatever my friends spoil me with, I you know I dive into and if I like it, I stay with it. If I don't, then I kind of move on. So uh, my buddy last Christmas actually, and it shows how much I've been drinking the whiskey this year, uh, got me a Woodford Reserve Kentucky Straight Bourbon. I mean nothing special. It's their it's their standard, but uh, really enjoy this. So I'll be sipping on this for the first portion of this. Uh, conversation and as it gets more messy with vikings talk and some hockey talk <laughs> i'm gonna move into just some i'm not gonna lie it's absolute piss i've never even heard of the distillery before it's a canadiana rye special now mm. this is cheap whiskey for us in canada it was 20 bucks and i was like oh that's that's a deal because uh the, <laughs> you you go for a bottle of, uh, of woodford and this is honestly you know you're you're close to 50 bucks uh canadian just, wow. just for and again it's it's nothing special it's, it's great but you you want to go high-end whiskey out here and it's it, it's not cheap so it's just one of the one of the perks of living in canada i suppose oh, i hope yes. isha when you actually come out and visit minnesota you're not gonna go home i know with with how cheap gas prices are and liquor i may never leave <laughs> I was telling Hoppy here, uh, Vince, gas prices in, in Canada right now, um, talking in gallons, not liters. <laughs> what was it, Hoppy? Just just over five, six dollars a liter? You said or it was like dollars? six thirty-seven or some yeah, shit like 637 that. Six thirty-seven a wow. gallon. That that's how much <clears throat> I pay for gas right now in where, where I'm from in BC. So well, you know, I got a taste of that. I, I we uh dropped me and the wife dropped our daughter off. Uh, she's attending the University of Nevada Reno, and we just did a little oh, okay. extended vacation. So, you know, driving around California. Yeah, and yeah, you getting those Very five dollar, yeah, five ten a gallon, man. It's you know, and then but then you come back here to the Twin Cities, we're up over three bucks a gallon now, which is very, very you know, expensive for us. So I don't know, man. I mean, do something, Joe. Do something. Lower these prices, man. It's getting out of hand. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, my government just brought back in Trudeau, so we're fucked for the next four years. But anyways, <laughs> no, no, Vince, come, what, what makes less sense? I'm going to come visit soon and uh, drink that cheap there stuff. What, what makes less sense stuff. between 
the pricing of gas in Canada and the way the Vikings just play football in general. Oh, what a second. Wow. Yeah. Um, I guess gas prices might be expected to be expensive maybe up in Canada. <laughs> we weren't expecting this type of start to the season, I guess. Maybe that's the, the comparison to have there, my homies. But, you know, this game today, man, <clears throat> excuse me. I mean, yeah, it, it took my throat away there. Um, it, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm always scared of Detroit for this exact reason. Because we always, I guess, kind of, if you want to call it playing down to Detroit or or just whatever, man, it is just, you know, they're the lifeblood of other NFL teams that are ailing. But whenever the Vikings play Detroit, man, it's never a given. We saw today. I mean, we got out obviously very lucky at the end there, but you saw what Detroit did to come back and actually take the lead. Yeah, man. And what hurts more, too, is like usually we can just like fall back on, oh, it's OK. Like Matt Stafford, he's a really good quarterback. So that's mm-hmm. why. Else Jared Goff, we don't have an excuse. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, You know, I, I gave I gave Kirk the thumbs up as, as, as you, know, you guys put out yesterday. And, and as I said, it, it was strictly because of the play calling today. I mean, you know, Zimmer and this staff, they're going like P.J. Fleck gopher play calling here all of a sudden (laughs) and and, right exactly that's exactly it slappy that's what i was just gonna say that that is not good so for a game that we watched today where you're just sitting there really scratching your head and just going what the fuck are they doing dude you know what are they doing and i don't want to take a hard pivot here because we want to talk more vikings but like I want to hear your opinion of the gophers right from the scope of pj fleck because me I think he's great for the program. He's a great rah-rah recruiter, whatever. But to me, he's he's a cheerleader with a headset, and I don't think the X's nose are quite there with him. Like, what are your thoughts on the program and what we're looking at moving forward? I think, and, you know, I'm a graduate of the school. I'm a, what, now 17-year season ticket holder. So, I mean, I'm invested here. I've donated. I got a brick with my name somewhere over there on, on campus. But with all that being said, <clears throat> I, I don't know if the Gophers are just good this year. I, I I don't. I think they just may not be as good as we thought they were going to be. And as far as PJ Fleck goes, you know, he I think he's a really good coach. I think he's an excellent recruiter. You know, all the things we've heard before. I think he relates. You know, I'm I'm 52 years old, so you know, I think he relates to the younger guys well, and and he's shown that in his recruiting. He has coached up some players, some other players, maybe not so much. But when I look at the Gophers this year, and I said it on my Sports Done Right podcast early on, to me, they had to beat or have to beat Wisconsin and Iowa to really start getting me to believe that this is going to be something different. We've had coaches before. Glenn Mason came up here, had, you know, the fun year where they were, I think, finished 10 and 2, you know, like 11th in the country in the final poll. We saw what Jerry Kill could could do for a quick minute. And we have to beat these two teams. I mean, otherwise, it's just also ran. You know, we got to get we got to get a couple Big Ten West titles in here. And until that happens now, you, you know, do you fire him and all that stuff? No, I'm not on board with that because I honestly don't know who you're going to bring in unless we find That's what it is. Right. That's what unless, it is. Yep. Unless we find by luck that next great head coach or somebody that, you know, just kind of develops or something. But man, 
you know, they got Nebraska coming in here Saturday. Nebraska had a hell of a game with Michigan last night at home, almost pulled off the upset. And, you know, as I've been saying and telling people and all of our Twitter friends and family out there, and you've seen it, no game is a gimme with Minnesota anymore. So um, this can go south just as well as it can go north with wins over Iowa and Wisconsin. But that's really – that's all I care about right now. You got to win a Big Ten West title. Um, we've blown some opportunities here in the, in, the, in the past couple years where we've had down Iowa teams, we've had down Wisconsin teams, and still lost to them. So that's what I'm looking for, man. You just you got to beat the big boys. It's time. And Vince, you're preaching to the choir here because uh, all you know prayers and thoughts cast my way are appreciated. But I I grew up a Nebraska fan. Okay. And- so mm-hmm. since I was seven, they haven't been good. <laughs> so it's it's just that whole thing. And everyone's talking now, like, hey, do we get rid of Scott Frost? I'm like, who do you replace him with? Like, what what else do you do? Well, the Nebraska job, I mean, okay. Now, I, I, I went down to Lincoln about, what was it, four years ago, I think, when the Gophers played them. Um, had a hell of a time, Gophers lost. But, you know, they are arguably the friendliest fan base in college sports. I mean, you know, I'm I'm walking out the stadium, literally 40 people must have came up to me. Did you have a good time? You know, how was your experience? Are you coming back? Blah, blah, blah. You know, all this stuff. A lot of fun. Great stadium. You know, great. You know, it's a perfect college town. Great campus, too, by the way. I, you know, really like the, you know, the Nebraska campus. Who's going to come in? I don't know. But they have everything in place. You know, the built-in fan base, the facilities. The history, obviously, but you know, obviously, I mean, unless it turns quickly for Scott Frost, you know, they're probably gonna have to run him out of there. But who comes in after that? I don't know. But at least with Nebraska, you do have some things to work with. But also the the hardcore Husker fan base has to realize that this ain't the mid-90s anymore, though, either. Well, no, because steroid testing happens. <laughs> right, exactly. And also now we got college portals. I mean, you know, you got yes. name, image, and likeness. So now we can pay the dudes. And also when with the portal, you never know who's going to be around from year to year now because somebody mm-hmm. can be like, hey, man, I don't like my playing time. Even though the coach told me I was going to wait, I can go over to Northern Illinois and be a star or, or whatever campus, right? So, you know, Nebraska hardcore fans got to realize the game has changed. The way it, it, you know, it's done nowadays has definitely changed. And if they can find a couple good recruiters down there, I mean, they got everything in place to, you know, kind of put it back together. Will they be perennial national championship caliber? No. But, you know, few players away, they can get back to Big Ten West title contention. And then from there, who knows? Well, and it's the same problem for Nebraska, Minnesota, right? Like, how do you convince a Florida, a California, a Texas boy to come up and play right. in Nebraska or Minnesota? I don't care how good the facilities are. Like, that's just not an easy sell. It, it isn't, man. You know, winter up north is just, you know, it's it's different than when you can go to a warm weather school. I mean, you know, if I had it to do over again, I would have took school seriously. I always wanted to go out to UCLA. I just wanted to get out of this this cold and everything else. <laughs> Go look at some California hotties and, and chill on the beach, right? 
ASU, baby. ASU. Or ASU. I mean, we can we can start naming them all off in terms of warm weather schools and and hot ladies, right? But man, it's it's it really is a tough sell. And you know, especially Minneapolis, too. I mean, you know, we got Fortune 500 companies headquartered up here. We can get you taken care of after football and now with name image, image and likeness, maybe get a little money in your pocket. But man. Hey, you've been, you know, you know what winter's like up in this part of the country, man. And it is horrible. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, how do you tell the kid? You know, Minnesota has a lot of kids from Georgia and, and and a few from Texas. And I'm surprised we get the ones we do, but it, it really is a tough sell, man, because what do you do in the wintertime? Sit inside <laughs> and drink whiskey. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And, learn um, how to you learn how to play pond hockey. That's what you do. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that too, that too. But so yeah, just to you know to say it, wrap it up on the Gophers, man. It's really just game to game. Um, the only game I guess right now I truly pick them in is against Northwestern, who is absolutely horrible this year. And there will be a lot of Gopher fans because you know Chicago Halloween weekend too. I just saw on the calendar, mm-hmm. so you know a lot of incentive to take the drive or fly down there for the weekend. But it is really I, – I just don't think the Gophers are as good as we thought they were. The offensive line has been a, a failure. We were told that, hey, there's NFL talent on this line. And, and, and the thing is, I look at this offensive line, and I look how big they are against a lot of these defensive lines, and they do nothing. They get pushed around. Um, our, the only saving grace, our defense is heating up. Our defense seems to be playing better. And we're going to need it. That's all I got. That's fair. That's fair. We'll pivot back to the Vikings then, mm-hmm. which I, is that a, is that on a bright note? Is that on a dark note? I don't really know if Gophers, <laughs> the Vikings is good or bad. Um, but I mean, after what we saw today and we can dissect it further if you want, but next six games, Panthers, Cowboys, Ravens, Chargers, Packers, Niners, like, are we excited if we come out of that two and four? Like what, <laughs> what, what are our expectations at this point? Vince? I, I think right now we probably are now. Wouldn't it be the most Minnesota thing if all of a sudden we're, we're four and two or five and one in that stretch. And all of a sudden now we're all doing cartwheels just to be let down further along down the road. Amen. <laughs> but <what> I, <laughs> I mean, honestly, man, I, I, that is a scary stretch we're coming into um i mean just the names of the teams you don't even have to start breaking down the game or anything i mean those are just all hardcore playoff teams and and if you can't do better than you did today against this lowly detroit lions team two wins may be a gift so what's the difference maker here like going into that stretch right let's say that we're aiming for 500 in that Mm -hmm. stretch of six like what needs to improve or what's really the focal point of this Vikings team that like will determine whether or not we get through. I think it's the play calling man on um, the play calling these past, at least two games have just been very interesting and questionable. I think if we start, Hey, let's get back, let's toss the rock downfield and let JJ, like we saw earlier, he, you know, Jefferson goes up, gets a couple balls, you know, feeling looking good. We, that's what we got to get back to. You know, like the the first drive we had in that Cardinals game before, or you know that. But man, I don't know, man. It's it's gonna take the offensive line, also the offensive line, because we all know how they've been this season as well. 
So, you know, patchwork, good some games, good some quarters, not good in other quarters. So offensive line, coaching staff, and the play calling has to get a little more daring. And I think that the Vikings, you know, they they maybe they can eke out some games. We got talent. You know, turn Everson Griffin loose, loose again and, you know, see if he can rile up the defensive side. And But, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. It's just – I'm just still kind of disappointed with today. You know, I'm still got missed field goals and and just stuff going through my head here. And I just I really as a Vikings fan, I just don't know where to go with this. And label me Mr. Positive for the first time ever. But <laughs> and no one could have thought that that was going to be a field goal at the end of the game. There's no chance that anyone was like, oh, yeah, this is going in. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. But, you know, hey, to give credit to the Lions, too, I mean, they did not give up. They kept and this is the problem. They kept the game close enough to where this could happen. Now, we got lucky, obviously, with the way it ended. But say it didn't end that way and Detroit held on for this victory. I mean, it's just, you know, it's crazy how we're always playing down to certain teams. And, you know, no lack of adjustments really in today's game. We just kind of kept doing the same thing, same thing. And I get it. Dalvin's out. But Madison is, has shown that he is definitely, you know, uh, a capable backup um, and, and can do some things for us. So I don't know, man. It's just disappointing. Um, we got the win, but I don't know. Just not a lot of hope going forward if this is how it's going to be. And I mean, on such a, a somber subject here, right? I'm, I'm trying to be the source of optimism because I'm usually Debbie Downer. Like, this is not your typical 0-5 team in the Lions. Like, this is a team that's been in every game they've played with a lackluster roster. Like, people were ripping on Campbell coming into his coaching tenure. He's gimmicky. Like, he's just trying to make headlines. Dude's going to build a culture there. This is going to be way better than their last couple go-arounds with new head coaches. It's just interesting to see, like, that's a team on the back half of the year that I'm going to be betting on a lot because they are in all of these games, and I don't think anyone actually gives them credence as being, like, an okay NFL team. No, that's a very good point as well. And if you're a Detroit Lions fan, I mean, my God, how much more can you take, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, the coaches, the the way this team – you know, and I agree with the way the announcers put it today. They just keep shooting themselves in the foot at times, you know, just when they're getting something going, just when they're getting a drive put together, they just do something where they F it all up for themselves and, and it reverts to Detroit Lions football. So um, to the, you know, the Lions fans, I hope you're right. I hope that they, they you know, do get better. Um, I would love to see a, a Detroit Lions team that is capable and, and winning again. But, man, it's, they, they got to figure it out quick because, I mean, God, can, can they have another new coach in like a, a year and a half here? I mean, I, I hope Poppy's right, too, with just the culture shift there. And, I mean, it, it happens 
it, it only can be bad for so long. I mean, look at Cleveland, like Cleveland Browns. I mean, it was almost a decade. It was pretty of long. It was pretty yeah, long. It was like a decade for them too, and finally starting to turn it around. I mean, that people right. are taking that franchise seriously now. <laughs> you know, so the Detroit Lions, and you know, I'm a I'm a casual NFL fan myself. Like I'm I'm out west here, so my dad's a huge Seahawks guy. Hoppy and this whole podcast is pulling me into Vikings territory. I I, I admit right. it. I, I defend <laughs> the CFL like like no other. But uh, that's just that's just another quirky thing about me. But I like even then, like follow sports media, f- casually follow the NFL. And I mean, there's just been it's been so sad for the Lions for so long now. But it, yeah. it just reminds me of what like Cleveland was, like I said, 10 years ago. Right. No, that great comparison. I mean, you know what? Detroit's had what one playoff win in forever, basically, it seems like. I mean, you know, uh, again, uh, you know, old, great fan base just long suffering and and you know you guys know how it is letting that cleveland comparison is actually a pretty good one um you know i guess they just keep going to games and keep hoping man but ugh, i don't know detroit it just always seems to be detroit on, on some wavelengths you know they just suck <laughs> it's it's gonna ruin thanksgiving for me this year that i can't watch matt stafford playing in that thanksgiving game because that's pretty much what I've grown up on. Like, right. first off, I'll, I'll be honest, like even coming from Minnesota, like I love Matt Stafford. I think that he is a vastly underrated quarterback. Doesn't mean that I think he's going to be the MVP this year, like some people mm-hmm. thought coming in. But man, he was just a reason to watch the Lions every time, no matter what. Even though you knew they weren't a good team, something could happen because of him. But uh, now he's in greener pastures. Now they have a chance to rebuild and make a new identity. So hopefully it works out for both sides, I guess. Um, and, I, you know, uh, Hops, I, do you know anything about the front office up there? Because I think that that's an issue, too, because, I mean, you know, losing Megatron, you know, Calvin Johnson back in the day when he left early. I mean, that really was kind of the final nail in the coffin, so to speak where it just really started going south. You know, they had some hope with, the, you know, that combination. But, man, once he retired and said, I'm getting out of here, um, you know, it just all went south. So um, if any of you are Detroit fans out there, good luck to you, man. Hey, it, it sounds like the Buffalo Sabres uh, ownership team, but we don't have to go down that <laughs> rabbit hole. But let's, though, pivot and talk – a little optimism here with the Minnesota wild and uh, don't worry Vince we're not going to uh, blatantly call you out here on your fandom but tell me the central <laughs> division huh? top to bottom like how do we feel about how stacked this division could really be okay well I'll, I'll call myself out because everybody <laughs> knows anyway I, I I am a Chicago Blackhawks fan with that being said um i think it, you know it's going to be great to get back to division play regular division play obviously i mean regardless um you know that was the reason that wild fans wanted chicago back in the division we wanted it old school like it was back in the day and you know I, who doesn't love going down to the x and watching those two play i mean they could both be very sucky but it's always you know minnesota chicago so that's always a blast with the wild, obviously, you know, you got the, the Calder winner there. 
Um, you're coming off of a lot of positivity off of him. And last year, even though, again, the playoffs, you know, was kind of typical wild playoffs, unfortunately. Hey, seven games with Vegas. I'm still giving them credit, even though I know it's typical wild. It still was, no. it was a good effort. It was a damn good effort. They didn't it, blow no, it. Oh, yeah. They didn't blow it, Hoppy. I know he's shaking no. his head there. But... <laughs> no, they didn't blow it. They Like, I think they were gifted entrance into that series, though. I think Vegas kind of let up at times well That's you know okay. it was the That's covid okay. year yeah no it was the covid year and it's like look okay this is just it's different this year but somebody's got to win this thing right so we yeah we just deal with it but now coming into this year now that's the question you got Kirill here what's he going to be like playing against the capitals the this new look like islanders team the rain you know yeah. all these other teams finally who've now gotten a little film and know what's coming with him as well. So, you know, if, if he has a slight slip off, I wouldn't call that like a fail. I know because a lot of hardcore wild fans are going to be like, oh, my God, the sky's falling. Of course, that's how it <laughs> works. Right, right. We but, paid him um, all this money. <laughs> no, but I love what Bill Guerin's doing there because as kind of – and the wild are my, my second favorite team, so it's not like I despise them. I grew up, I was a huge <laughs> North Stars fan. It was reversed back then. I would, you know, Hawks were my second team, but then my beloved North Stars left. So that's that's why I'm a Penguins guy, man. Right. Yeah, I, exactly. I grew up without a hockey team here, and it's just like a weird pivot in eras, right? But mm -hmm. it, it's crazy to your point, though, right? Like Carell hasn't seen a lot of these teams. He hasn't played against half of his own division. This he hasn't coming even right. played. He right. hasn't even played against McDavid yet. Like, yeah, the yep. battle of the ninety sevens. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. The clash of the 97s. He hasn't even played on the same ice with the best player in the world yet. Because in international play, when he was in the Olympics, obviously, NHL players weren't there. So he hasn't, he hasn't even gotten a taste of this guy yet. I mean, he played against Donato and Greenway. Isn't that enough? <laughs> <laughs> and then he played, but, but with, honestly, he played with I mean, one of them. <laughs> right. And yeah, hey, bring on Tampa Bay, you know, bring on the Rangers. Oh, you know, man. You know? You know, bring in Boston, then we're going to see what we got, even though, you know, obviously we don't play them a lot. But that's where I'm very excited to see what this wild team does this year. Um, you know, just now on my real quickly on the Blackhawks, I'm just happy Johnny Taze is back. Yeah, and, um, and Doc and getting a real defenseman. There's a lot of good things for the Blackhawks right now. And that little goalie sitting back there too. Speaking of Las Vegas, right? So, um, <laughs> boy, Mark Andre. <laughs> yes, sir. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm hoping playoffs for the Hawks, but uh, the Wild obviously are expected to make again that deep playoff run. And honestly, I think we're going to kind of get a you know a real good look early into the season when we get out of our division, just kind of what we got and what we're dealing with. And we'll go from there, but you know, on paper, everybody's looking for a deep playoff run. So I would say if you're a wild fan, that's what you expect. And, you know, just let's see what happens. And I, I gotta just give you this oh, for look, yes. some smiles here. Um, this is what I'm finishing off the show with Vince. Nice. Nothing makes me happier. And I'll, I'll say straight up too, because everyone like talks about how gimmicky Blanton's is and I'm, <laughs> they're, they're not wrong, right? Like it is a gimmicky drink. Yes. Yes. But I, I got started on maker's mark. That was like my okay. gateway bourbon that made me go, Oh shit. Bourbon's good. This isn't just like Jim Beam. Right. Right. And then finally I'm out visiting a buddy in Hawaii and, uh, one of their friends came back from a, a trip out to Nashville, somehow snagged a bottle of Blanton's, brought it back, and I tried it. I'm like, mm -hmm. this is the greatest thing I've ever drank in my life. 
what is this? Because I was hey, very I, I undereducated. No, I, I love it. Um, for people that don't know, Blanton's is the most, literally the most hard to find bourbon out there. Just uh, kind of, Pappy. Pa- oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, but I'm talking bourbons we can yeah. afford, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, outside of Pappy and maybe a couple others there. But, yeah, um, yeah cheers to that, man, because I, I love Blanton's as well. Um, you can't go wrong, man. So I like what you got on the shelf back there. And who knows, maybe, maybe, because I always, like I said, I'm pulling for the wild as long as they don't play my Hawks. So who knows, maybe we'll be drinking Lord Stanley's bourbon here for you Ooh. wild fans uh, at the end of the season. Wouldn't, no. wouldn't that just be, no, that won't I, happen. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't that just be icing on the cake for Billy Garen? Cause then he's like, Oh yeah, we can go into these years where we got Suter oh, and Parise, you right. know, capping us out with, you know, everything fine, everything great. And real quick on Billy Garen too, because kind of speaking as the outside wild fan here, I think this is exactly what the wild needed growing up in Minnesota hops. You know, man, it, listen, it's all Minnesota, all Minnesota hockey. If you're not from here, the, you know, let's get all, all these Minnesota guys on the team and right. this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I listen, I've always been the guy that's like, look, let's get the best coach. Let's just get the best player on this team. A lot of times those are Minnesota people. Those are Minnesota kids. It's like Quebec, man. It's like Montreal. Right, exactly. <laughs> if you don't speak French, you're not coaching this team. <laughs> exactly. And I would and, you know, I would talk to all my, my friends growing up playing hockey and stuff and, you know, it, it was just very weird to me. I understood it because I grew up, you know, seeing Herb Brooks and the Gophers, and that was cool. But again, just like we talked about with college football, college hockey has changed, you know, as well. And then also you got all these kids out east playing hockey too. So, um, you know, I was just like, let's just get the best kids in here. And, and you know, for me, bring my Gophers, you know, back to championship play. And, you know, the wilder close. I think, you know, Billy Garen is definitely on the right track. And I just love his no nonsense style. You know, you that's get, what really impresses me. And that's see, exactly what they need up here in Minnesota. Oh, absolutely. Did you see that clip on Twitter of he was like, he was giving a speech to the mm-hmm. locker room and he's like, you guys all know what you're expected to do this year. Like Spurgey, tell us. And he's like, play hard and have fun. And he's like, no, fucking win. And I was like, right. oh, boy, let's go. Fuck that. Exactly. I'm like, fucking dude. winning. Exactly. I'm like, can we get rid of Bowman in Chicago and bring Garen down there? Hey, let's I'm get honest. rid of Bowman for other reasons, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, man. But it, exactly. That's exactly what Minnesota needs to hear because we get a little too wrapped up in, you know, these Minnesota guys and they're from here and, you know, and hey, Parisi and, and Suter, you know, that whole thing. Nah, man, if you want to win Lord Stanley's, you got to go out there and kick ass and you got to have that mentality. And wild fans will need to pick up on that. Um, one Obviously, one of the best fan bases in hockey. Great Hands arena. Down. But, you know, you got to do it on the ice. And kind of like the Gophers, what I was saying this year, you know, this year for the wild, too. You know, if you don't get to the conference finals, in my opinion, I mean, let's go push it deep. Yeah. Agreed. There. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, I mean, plenty of Minnesota disappointment discussed, plenty of whiskey drank. Any <laughs> final thoughts here, Vince, as we part on what I hope is only our first encounter here together, oh. because we're going to have some fun. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Again, thank you so much for having me. And I got to get you guys on Sports Done Right, too. Yeah, but I'd love, we'd love to come on. Absolutely. The, the only thoughts is, you know, hey, you know, with the Gophers, right, we keep rowing. With the Vikings, you know, we, we get our, our chance going and we just keep scrolling forward. And the only thing I hope is that we see for both of those teams, I just hope we see some adjustments. I hope we see some changes in play calling, especially on the offensive ball uh, side of the ball for both of those teams. And who knows what can happen? I mean, you know, we're into 17 games on the NFL side. I guess anything can happen. We can kind of backdoor in and, you know, from there, who knows, but you know, just, just keep hope alive, I guess, man. But it is definitely hard today. Cause I know I'm, you know, when I get out of here, I'm just going to go sit on the deck, have some more whiskey and just kind of figure it all out, man. But the Vikings have just, they, I don't know. Zim has just got to really reach down deep and, and him and, and his staff and come up with something new. Fair. Couldn't have said it better myself. Thanks. Everyone, make sure you go check Vince out. That is at the big smooth one on Twitter. And all of you, if you haven't already, I, I don't even know what more I can say to promote this, but please go give our friends at Seventh Ave a try wherever wow. you get your groceries at. And guess what? If they don't, let us know and we'll just blast them on Twitter until they have it. <laughs> absolutely and uh matt over there at seventh avenue he's actually got some pizzas going out to a couple twitter followers of mine in oklahoma and georgia oh so, look at that yeah oh, we're, we're i was telling them we're all gonna help them blow this thing up man so you know hanging with you guys um state of rossi man i, I love it <laughs> I love what you guys do and you know we'll obviously be in touch and uh, just keep doing what you guys do because I, I love it man Oh, we appreciate it, Vince. And yeah, like Hoppy said, this won't be the first. We're excited to bring you on. Uh, well, this, this is the first. Season. This is sorry, the first. It this won't, won't be the last. last. This won't Absolutely. be the last. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, you guys, you know where to find me. And um, cheers to you. Cheers, sir. Hey, Thank you so cheers. Much. Thanks for joining us, Vince. Hey, you guys have a good one. Take care. Another week of the NFL season means another shot to win big at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. The last 0-0 tie in the NFL was in 1943, so I'd say this is a no-brainer. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Throw down $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code THPN. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, and Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLING. Again, huge thanks to Mr. Wright. That was so much fun. I mean, 
Man, I mean, I, I was slurring my words a little bit at the end for the amount of uh, whiskey that I was consuming. What was the best thing there? This won't be the first time you're on. Well, actually, it is the first time you're on. It won't it be the last. It is the first. We can't, we can't <laughs> fix it, but let, let's be real. I'm... Oh, we're buzzing. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And uh, I don't know what else to do because I... You see what's behind me right here. It's all fucking bourbon. Mostly. I do. I see. There's the, the... two that are in bourbon. There's one that's Japanese and one that is Irish. The rest are bourbon, and I don't know what to do, man. And here we are drinking Lupulin's nectar. It's delicious. Well, I think you answered your own question there. You know what to do. You're drinking some Lupulin. I just did. Just there did. you go. There you go. But um... no, good for them. Good for them. Like, <laughs> it's not standard but there's plenty to drink yo this is the best version of hoppy by the way usually i'm the one who's <laughs> a little bit more buzzed on the soda pod i'm telling you this is uh this is the most i've ever i've ever seen hoppy and like I, I it's just it's just beautiful he's like look at this look at this and i'm just like thinking I'm like this is a podcast the listeners can't see shit but hey hey that's okay that's oh, okay as you said look behind hoppy and here's the whiskey Okay, that was the first segment of the show. This oh, is the last the segment. segment of the oh, show. here's here's like the seventh segment. That's okay. <laughs> here's the seventh segment. Of the the show. seventh segment. But, hey, uh, Hoppy, now that you're all liquored up, tell me how you really feel about Canadian Thanksgiving. <laughs> I just think it's made up, but that's okay. See, I think the I same no thing about problem. your guys. Have, but that's okay. I have no problem with it. I'm not mad about it. I just think that you're missing out on what is actually Thanksgiving. So if you came to Minnesota. And Isha, I promise you, if you were here from Minnesota, you'd be so happy. Here from Minnesota. That's not what I meant. Here for Thanksgiving in Minnesota. There it is. 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 You would be so happy because you'd have a delicious feast of turkey, of stuffing, of anything you could ever ask for. You think we don't have the same things up here in Canada for Thanksgiving dinner? I don't. I feel like exactly you have the same and more. It's, it's just like Canadian dollars. Like oh what's my God. you say that's the same. Uh, no, I don't actually, but oh oh, as long as you don't think they're the same, then I guess I mean until equal. they're on par, they're not the same. <laughs> well, they're never gonna be on par. I mean, God, please don't say that. Someday, sounds I really like you hope. need to move. Sounds like you need to move. Look, man, gas prices and beer prices, prices—they're fucking killing beer me. Prices. Oh, beer, beer prices. I love beer prices. They're so nice. I love beer prices. My issue with American Thanksgiving is it's way too close to Christmas, and it's not the it's official. It's a month away. Yeah, a month away. That's too That's close. That's the perfect time to go out and buy gifts. And okay, and and. It's the official turning of the page of the seasons, man. Like this is the this is the first big celebration of you know bringing you know bringing in fall, in my opinion. Now I know it's end of September is the the official date of fall, but let's be honest, where I'm from in Canada and in Minnesota, it it fall doesn't really hit until what mid October. Then you then you stop wearing shorts unless you're hoppy and you start putting on you know <laughs> some pants there. Um, and, and that's what I like about Canadian Thanksgiving. It's it's before well before Christmas where you can still look forward to that family gathering and that big feast. There's some buffer time in between and it kind of flips the page on summer and, and the last little bits of summer. And you're like, no, 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 we're in fall. Winter is upon us after that. Let's be thankful. So there you go. 
And I don't know what you think we have less food up here. I know we portion size a little bit more uh better i will say that uh, a little a little bit smaller but uh, thanksgiving we in, we indulge whether you're a turkey person whether you're whether you're a duck whether you're beef duck? wellington duck? whether you're whether you're beef wellington we don't give a fuck turkey will be on the 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 table as well as other things because i mean you know canada multicultural place we don't we don't uh we don't hate on those who want to bring a little extra some sum to the feast duck well you don't like duck on thanksgiving no well, I'm just saying it, it could be an option there. I had to duck for Christmas once with my grandma. Duck. But yeah. <laughs> You're so surprised. Again, he's going to hold on to this as like the thing about Canadian Thanksgiving now. No, it's exactly the same and more. That That's how I'll. Uh, and how I'll more means, it. oh, yeah, you want you want turkey? Here's duck. Yeah, I said duck was a possible addition plus beef Wellington. You ever had a fucking beef Wellington? Well, you're not answering my question. I don't personally put duck on the table during Thanksgiving. I've seen it done. Not in uh, place of turkey, in addition to uh, a turkey. You don't, want, you don't want more meat on the table? I don't know what to say. Hoppy doesn't like duck. No, I don't. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, man. What about grouse? Are you a big grouse guy or what? Average. I like grouse. I like grouse more than chicken, personally what yeah i do i think it's a little bit more there's not enough pheasant 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 i honestly have never eaten a pheasant i haven't they're not then what the fuck are we talking about we're in minnesota yes i am in british columbia <laughs> which makes zero sense which no if, zero if, sense. if if we're going like the pheasant route man if you get a pheasant breast open it up fill it with bacon Ooh. and uh gravy and stuffing it's delightful Some celery and onions and i don't and know paprika. what you just said but yes celery and onions i don't know what you just said but yes <laughs> it's not meat so no <laughs> everything you just said makes no sense but i believe you okay. <laughs> buddy you're the one who's starting to not make sense but that's okay that's okay it was the bourbon episode. celery and onion that's what makes sense well, yeah, in, in I mean, in addition to the bacon and some oh, of the spices that you put in there, dude, I just know how to cook. That's all. That's all. I, I just have the magic. I have you the magic touch. I have the magic touch. Hey, keep keep saying that, and I won't cook for you for you and Lauren. I know she'll be upset about that. If this is your plan for cooking, she'll be thrilled. <laughs> oh man okay well i'm uh <laughs> i want to extend again for the few canadian listeners that there that do listen to the soda pod shane being one of them uh a, a happy thanksgiving the official thanksgiving um none of that uh month before christmas bullshit i'm sure we'll have another uh, round of happy thanksgiving you know when we when we get to the american one but this is the official thanksgiving episode here on the soda pod it's official it's, in it's the title. not official I, it's official in no way support a, a muting hoppy it's official don't listen to him not official <laughs> oh man well this has been a fun episode again vince your goddamn beauty hoppy this has been a fucking treat i don't see you like this often and i absolutely love it um thanks for those tuning in on uh google spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from 
The best thing you can do for us this week, any week, is give us five stars on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a kind review as well. If you're jonesing for more hockey content, go listen to our website, thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. And on your app, please download the episodes before you listen, as it just helps, helps our, our business. business. Yes, thank you, Hoppy. Uh, you can find myself at VI Sports Talk. You can find the Soda Pod at the Soda Pod. Hoppy, where can they find you? Most places. You can find him in the gutter tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Gutter! <laughs> All right. We will see you on Wednesday. Be sure to tune in Tuesday for Judd's Buds with Spoke Z. Signing off, I'm Isha Dromi alongside the state of Hoppy. This has been the Soda Pod presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. We good, man? We good. We buzzing. Don't fear. Just drink some bourbon and stay wild.